Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Gang's all here, ready to go on this Monday, as we always do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. Operator, Tyler standing by. Dial us up, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. And uh, we'll have a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day. Peter King will join us coming up in a little, little bit. That's a little bit. He was at the Raiders camp, the Buffalo Bills camp, and he has 18 more stops. So we'll talk to Peter King. Lamar Jackson in the on-deck circle waiting for his contract. Will it happen before the season starts? And is it more along the lines of a Deshaun Watson deal, or is it going to be like Kyler Murray? Peter will join us coming up in about 20 minutes. In an hour, in 20 minutes, Charles Barkley will join us. A few things to talk to Charles about. Not only the possibility of him going to the Live Tour, maybe leaving TNT to go to the Live Tour, but also what's going on with the Celtics and the Nets. This, uh, about an hour ago, Woj had a bomb that uh, said the Celtics have emerged among teams engaged in talks on a possible deal to acquire Kevin Durant. Still in the exploratory stage here, but this is what I found interesting. The Celtics were the ones who reached out to the Nets. The Nets had been reaching out, at least reportedly reaching out, saying, hey, you want Kevin Durant? What are you going to give us? The Celtics were proactive here. Now, I don't know if this is just at the beginning part of it. It feels that way. But uh, the Miami Heat and Phoenix Suns and the Raptors, they are uh, they're trying varying degrees of interest here in Durant to see if they can pull off a deal. Now, the possibility of a deal for Durant to Boston would uh, include Jalen Brown, not Jason Tatum. And then there would be draft picks in there, unprotected draft picks. There'd probably be a couple other players involved in that. 
Got to make the salaries work as well. But that's about an hour ago that Woj had the uh, bomb about the possibility of the Nets and the Boston Celtics maybe pulling off a deal. Now, he did caution everybody here. He's just reporting that the Celtics have had talks with the Nets. That's it. I'm sure that the Suns did. I'm sure the Raptors have. I'm sure that the Miami Heat have. But you have details here. That's the difference. That uh, you actually have players that we know that that's the guy or those are the guys and this is what they want. But if I'm the Boston Celtics, and yes, you want Kevin Durant, and if you could give up Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown has two more years on his contract. You might lose him after two years. And if you want to throw in Grant Williams, you want to throw in some draft picks. Now, there's another report that said that they're looking at Marcus Smart, that the Nets would like to have Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and maybe another player and some draft picks. If I'm the Nets and I'm trading Kevin Durant, I want to get Jason Tatum. That's it. I want Jason Tatum. You, you know, we the, the Nets may go, hey, you know what? Um, we're not in an advantageous situation here. Well, you are. You got Kevin Durant under contract. Just keep him. That's all. How badly does he want out? I also find it interesting, ironic, as they might say, that here's Kevin Durant maybe leaving the Nets, leaving Kyrie behind to go to the Celtics, and then some of the Celtics who played with Kyrie would then be going to the Nets to play with Kyrie. That's pretty good. That's kind of delicious there. But... Right now, just the exploratory, the beginning, the embryonic stages of maybe a trade here. But if I'm, I start to look at this and I go, okay, who am I getting? Who am I building around? That's If I, I look at it from the Nets, because we always look at it from the other side of things where you go, boy, the Celtics could get Kevin Durant. Okay, what do the Nets get in return? Because KD's going to go there, Jalen Brown... Okay, good player. And if the Celtics had won the title, might have been the MVP in the finals. Uh, was far better than Jason Tatum. You got Marcus Smart, kind of figured out his role. You brought in Malcolm Brogdon to Boston, so you do have the possibility of Malcolm Brogdon being your starting point guard, not coming off the bench. You want to throw in a big man, you want to throw in somebody defensive-minded, Robert Williams? I mean, throw in whoever and some draft picks there. If I'm the Nets, I need a little bit more there. But if I'm the Celtics, do I do it? Do I give up Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams? Here's the other part is if you're involved in the trade talks, like Jalen Brown is probably going, oh, should I take this as a compliment that uh, it's me for Kevin Durant, sort of? Or does he go, uh, I'm not staying here no matter what. If I don't get traded, I'm not staying here. You know, you don't value me. I, I was our best player in the NBA Finals. Now you want to send me to the Nets for Kevin Durant? But let's say you look at it as three-year window. Because that's how I would look at this. I'm going to get Kevin Durant for three years. Do I say that's enough for three years? Because I got, I got the, uh, you know, the ages of these players with the Celtics. If I factor that in, they're, they're all young. And if I could have Jalen Brown, who 
I'd love to see what he does outside of Jason Tatum. You got a 25 year old potential superstar, and and maybe benefited by being you know a, a Pippin to Tatum's Jordan. But Tatum's 24. Tatum is the next Kevin Durant, perhaps. That's where I would still say, look, we'll trade you KD, but we want Jason Tatum back. We'll take less in return, but I'm going to guess that conversation doesn't last that long. But you put KD in there with Jason Tatum and then surround him with whatever you have left over. And I was curious what DraftKings would have. Now, here's the potential. Now, this is based off the potential for a trade. Title odds have shifted. The Celtics are an even larger favorite to win next year's NBA title. So on the 12th of this month, the Celtics were plus 550 to win it all. Boston's now plus 500. The second best odds, Clippers and the Warriors at plus 600. Well, if you're Boston, and right now you're the favorites to win the NBA title, why do you trade for Kevin Durant? You got it. You got Tatum. You got Brown. Brogdon came in. Marcus Smart. I, I think I got a good team. Got a good coach. I would. I would stand pat. I mean, KD is great to have. Wonderful player. One of the great players of all time. I don't want to give up too much to get him, and then maybe you don't have the depth to win a championship here. And Golden State certainly. One, because of the depth that they had. And they didn't even play. Kaminga and Wiseman was injured. But having Wiggins and Poole to help out with Steph Curry and Draymond Green and Klay Thompson. I mean, that's why they won the title. And it feels like it's two really good players, superstars, and then depth. Because you know, sometimes you go for the big three. I would stay with the, you know, the big two and then have depth there if I'm Boston. As much as, you know, you would love to have KD, I'd rather keep Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum together unless they don't like each other, unless their games are very, very similar, and then you think you got to do something different. But I don't know what it's going to mean for KD and Jason Tatum get a, getting along out there, playing the same position. Yeah, Marv? Yeah, I'm with you, and I think that it's going to be so awkward if none of this happens and they go back to training camp yeah. and Brad Stevens is like, hey, Jalen, how's it going? <laughs> what do you mean, how's it going? How was your offseason? No, how was your offseason, Brad? <laughs> Disappointed, I'm sure. Yeah. But I – if I'm the Nets, I want Jason Tatum. If I'm the Celtics, I, I would stand pat. I, I would. I know that sounds crazy to turn down Kevin Durant, but – what do I give up in return, and do I have enough to win a championship? Yeah, Paulie. According to Sham Sharania from the, of the Athletic, an hour ago, he reported the Boston Celtics offered Jalen Brown for Durant in that package, and the Nets are the ones who turned it down. As of right now, the Nets turned it down. So the Celtics wanted it. The Celtics want, yeah, they want KD, but they, they're giving up Jalen Brown. Yes. Yeah. But I'm saying that officially the Nets passed on that deal an hour ago, according to the Athletic. Yeah, and I understand it. If I can keep Jason Tatum and then I got Durant, sure. Now, is Marcus Smart in there? Is Robert Wade? I mean, I don't know who else is going to be thrown in there. But right now, it's just the start. 
And of course, it's on a Monday and it's early, so everybody's going to fly with this it's today. It's just discussion. Know, it's just talks. Okay, it's nothing. No. I don't know how serious it is. It might be one of those where, you know, I, I, you know, growing up, I remember calling girls to go out on a date. We never went out on a date, but we we did talk about maybe going out on a date. I feel like the word exploratory yes. is being used. Is it more just yeah. calls or just hey, exploratory? Uh, what are you doing? Would you want to go to the football game? It's not like we were getting married, but that's what it feels like. Anything that has to do with Durant, certainly this time of the year then all of a sudden it's going to go from zero to 60. Make sure you sign up for the DP Show newsletter, available daily at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Go to danpatrick.com. Put your email address in the box. It slides out, bottom right corner. We have 65,000 hardcore members who have signed up for the Dan Patrick Show newsletter. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, let's see. Anything else that uh, is front burner stuff? We'll talk football with Peter King coming up. Charles Barkley will stop by. NFL training camps, they will all be open by Tuesday. I still don't understand the staggered start. And shouldn't we allow the teams that aren't very good to start earlier? I got to talk to Peter about that. David Ortiz got inducted into the Hall of Fame yesterday. I don't understand this. Why not have the Hall of Fame induction ceremony in the morning? Let's say from 11 till 1, 10 until 1, however long it lasts. If you have games on a Sunday and they're in the afternoon or in the evening, why have the Hall of Fame induction ceremonies while they're playing baseball? So when Big Poppy was being introduced yesterday, the Red Sox were playing. How about you do this in April? How about you do this to start the season? The NFL does this, where you have the players who are going to be there Hall of Fame weekend in August, start the season, have a football game there. Why not have, you know, the, uh, I don't know, the World Series teams play the start of the season, have Hall of Fame weekend. But... Or, you know, like Big Poppy being introduced, you know, giving his speech, that you have that on the Jumbotron there at Fenway while they're taking BP, that the, the fans who didn't go could watch it. That's all. Hardcore fans are going to watch the game. But celebrate the game. Don't, hey, uh, you know, we got a game going on, and, oh, the, the induction ceremony? I, there are times when I see things and I go, this is so obvious that maybe it's not so obvious. Like you're going, doesn't that make sense? Have it in the morning where it's a little cooler than staying outside where it's really hot. You know, upstate New York, afternoon, hot. Yeah, more. And the way the Red Sox, uh, the way their weekend went, Ooh. they would have much rather watched anything else yeah. besides them, uh, the Red Sox playing baseball. Uh, we could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. We could talk about how you can do it with Discover. Redeem your rewards in cash at any time, any amount. That's amazing. Learn more. Discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. All right. So Peter King will join us. See, you got a poll question for us? Sure. Uh, well, we could do one off of what you were just talking about with Kevin Durant. Better duo Durant, Tatum, or Brown, Tatum, or even Kyrie, Durant. <laughs> Well, the Kyrie part of this is interesting, too, because if you get Jalen Brown, 
do I need Marcus Smart? I, I guess if he's going to play a true point guard, and then I got Kyrie playing the two. Yeah, see. I just love the idea that <laughs> Kevin Durant and Kyrie get together in Brooklyn. Kevin Durant would then leave to go to the Celtics, where Kyrie just left yeah. because he didn't want to play with those dudes. And now he's going to end up playing with the guys from the Celtics that he left originally because Kevin Durant left him. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. 
but there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Peter King is going to join us momentarily. Peter went to see the Raiders, went to see the Buffalo Bills. Here is a comment from uh, Devontae Adams talking about going from one Hall of Fame quarterback in Green Bay to a Hall of Fame quarterback with the Raiders. I mean, anytime you change quarterbacks from, you know, a Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, you go, you know, Stabler to, to Rich Gannon or whoever you go to, it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment. And, you know, both are, are great players and, and great to be around. So I'm just enjoying that process and, and getting better myself, you know, trying to do as much as I can to, to help these guys go out there and win as many games as we can. That's courtesy of CBS Sports HQ. Peter King was with the Raiders, of course, the great columnist for Football Morning in America, NBCSports.com. What'd you make of those comments that uh, I'd like that he's, he believes in Derek Carr, but uh, Hall of Fame quarterback? I mean, you know, what's he going to say? Go from a Hall of Fame quarterback to a nice quarterback? <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I mean, I'll just say this, Dan. We live in an age where every athlete knows that being absolutely, totally honest and saying that, hey, you know, uh, I was with one of the top 10 quarterbacks of all time and Aaron Rodgers, and now I'm going to a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback. I'm really happy. I'm fortunate to be able to do it. But let's face it, Derek Carr is not Aaron Rodgers. I mean, so he can't say that. So he then has to say something that obviously is a stretch, but I don't know. It goes in one ear and out the other to me. Explain to me the love for the Raiders so far. It feels like the media is on this bandwagon early. Are you buying the Raider hype? Well, they made the playoffs last year, and in their only playoff game last year, they were very competitive and almost beat the champion of the AFC, the eventual champion of the AFC. They added the best receiver in football and a transcendent for them anyway, pass rusher to team with Max Crosby. I, I mean, why wouldn't you be excited about the Raiders? I think the Raiders have a chance to be really good. Unfortunately, really good. You also might have to overcome going two and four or three and three in your division. It, it, what, what's going to be really interesting, I think, there's a bunch of early games that are fun, but like 
Josh McDaniels told me over the weekend, he goes, you should go to that, our first game of the year. And I had to think for a minute, Raiders at Chargers. Yeah. He goes, that's really going to be a great game yeah. because the, the Chargers obviously made a lot of improvements this offseason and the Raiders made improvements this offseason. So every team in that division is going to be better. So even if the Raiders are better, it doesn't necessarily mean they're even going to be a playoff team. But I like what I saw when I saw them this weekend. But you talk about teams getting better. Did the Chiefs get better? No, they didn't. They're the one, but they've won the division six years in a row. So, you know, somebody is still going to have to knock off the king. Anytime you have Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey, uh, and obviously a very diminished receiver core, but, but, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster and this rookie Sky Moore, I think is going to be an impact player. And we'll see about Marquez Valdez-Scanling. But they're going to be good enough on offense. It's like everybody's saying, well, you know, the Packers without Devontae Adams, they're not going to be as good. Has Aaron Rodgers always figured this stuff out? Yes, Mm -hmm. he does. So when I did my 32 teams, 32 questions in the column today, I wrote about the Packers special teams and Rich Bisaccia coming in. To me, that's the biggest thing that they have to deal with. They lost a playoff game to a weak offensive team in San Francisco. At home, they lost it because they couldn't play special teams. So that, to me, is a bigger question right now in Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers always figures it out. Debo Samuel situation, kind of quiet. I don't, I don't know, Dan. It strikes me that uh, John Lynch is really going to try to get something done under the radar uh, to try to keep Debo Samuel happy. Look, in the past, some players in search of a new contract report to training camp, don't practice, and just it go to all the meetings. And so to not have a war with that player, a lot of times the team just grits his teeth and says, okay, just come to meetings and stay here and we won't find you. I don't know if that's what Debo Samuel is going to do or not. If you're Lamar Jackson's camp, what, what happens? Do you, is there an initiative on your part? Or are you waiting for the Ravens to uh, act on a, a contract extension? You know, Dan, I've said all along that to me, I'd like to see Lamar Jackson play well in the postseason before uh, paying him more money than Patrick Mahomes. To me, that's, and I still feel that way. He's played four playoff games. He has not played well in any one of those four games. And, you know, you're not signing a guy for the long term because uh, he can play well in October. You think you sign him because you think he can lead you to a championship. Now, it could be that the Ravens might say, okay, we'll risk it. We'll sign him for four years, 47 million a year, whatever it is. Uh, because if he does win a Super Bowl or, or plays great in the playoffs, then all of a sudden it's a Flacco situation. We don't even remember this. We don't even think about this. But one decade ago, Joe Flacco was the first $20 million player in NFL history. <laughs> it seems almost laughable to think about that now. Yeah. But he's the first $20 million player in history because he bet on himself and he said, I'm going to win the Super Bowl next year, be a free agent, and they're going to have to break the bank for me. That's what they did. If I were Jackson, I wouldn't mind doing that. 
If I gave you a five-year contract to give to either Kyler or Lamar, you had to give it to one one of those two. I'd probably give it to Lamar because I just, you know, there's something about Kyler that worries me a bit. You know, he's a small human being, relatively speaking. Not that, you know, Lamar Jackson is a, is a sequoia, but, you know, Kyler Murray is going to, you know, he, part of his game is his legs, as is, you know, the same thing with Jackson. But I just, I fear Kyler Murray. I don't think they're very different in terms of what they can produce over the course of a season, but I, I worry a little bit about Murray staying healthy. We're talking to Peter King, a football morning in America columnist and, uh, of course, contributor with NBC Sports. The market for Jimmy Garoppolo is what? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. I really don't know. I mean, you, I keep thinking that he'll end up in Seattle, and maybe he will. But the smartest thing for Jimmy Garoppolo to do is right now to just tell the 49ers, don't do anything. I don't want to go anywhere till Labor Day even if I go somewhere then, because remember, you know, in 2015, when the Sam Bradford thing happened, you know, Teddy Bridgewater gets hurt in Minnesota and Sam Bradford gets traded for a gold mine, turned out to be a great deal for the Eagles because Carson Wentz was, you know, was ready to play whatever year that was. I think it was 16, maybe 17. I forget. But um, I think if I were him, Unless I got some assurance from Seattle that uh, I, I really had a chance to be the long-term guy, I would. If I were him, I'd rather wait till to see what everybody's health is on Labor Day weekend. You were with the Buffalo Bills. It uh, seemed like it was boy band crazy for Josh Allen up there with uh, what the fans hope for, wish for, expect out of Josh Allen. I I, I haven't seen a reaction to a player. In a in training camp like that, I, I don't know if I I don't remember the last time I saw a reaction. They were absolutely bonkers for Josh Allen. He's become, you know, Sean McDermott said something very interesting to me yesterday because I complimented him. Remember uh, in May when there was the grocery store slaughter in Buffalo and the Bills. They took like five buses. Everybody in the organization came in and and Stefan Diggs flew in. He wasn't even at their minicamp and he flew in to be able to go and be with his teammates there. And Josh Allen stood up and he was the spokesman for the team, not the coach, not the GM, not the owner. It was Josh Allen was the spokesman. He was eloquent. And uh, I think he has become something of a, bit of a civic icon there very early in his career. And what I, I should mention, McDermott said to me, he goes, you know, athletes in a town can be hugely important. He said, remember when David Ortiz stood up at Fenway Park and said, this is our bleeping city. And, you know, and everybody said, oh, geez, I mean, that was, you know, little kids are listening to that. But David Ortiz was saying, hey, look, don't F around with us, man because we are going to come back with a vengeance. And I think Josh Allen in what he did around the time of that shooting really kind of propelled himself into a bit of a civic leader status. Is uh, the time frame of the season factored in with the decision with Deshaun Watson? I mean, I thought we'd have a decision by July 25. 
uh, obviously the Browns need to know and they need to know if they are going to have to go out. I mean, if Suell Robinson, the arbitrator says, I agree, we're going to suspend him for a year. Uh, or I agree with the NFL's case. We're going to suspend him for a year. Uh, and then obviously it's going to be appealed and, and all that. But so they have to know. Uh, and, and again, look, I don't know. I don't know what the process has been like, but it's time for her to make a decision. She's got to do it this week. Pete, good to talk to you. Uh, off to the Patriots coming up uh, later this week. Yeah, going to the Patriots and then uh, going to see the Browns also and the Steelers and then uh, 18 teams total in about the next uh, three and a half weeks. What happens when you cross paths with Belichick? I don't know. I haven't talked to him in 15 years. <laughs> so I, 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 don't, I mean, I don't, we don't say anything to each other. I, I, don't, I don't really know. I, I have not crossed paths with him many times and, I doubt I will in Foxborough this week. Have you put in a request to talk to? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I have a couple of times. He, cho- he has chosen not to. We actually reached out to him and we said, we'll only talk Army, Navy. That's it. And then we, the response was, he's considering it. Well, That's as close as we got to Belichick that he was uh, I'm considering yeah. it. Hey, look, you know, I mean, that's that's the hazard sometime in this job. You have an opinion. You write things, people don't like it. They choose not to talk to you. This goes back to the Spygate thing. Oh, uh, okay. And, you know, and it's just, that's just, that's life. That's life in the big city. And you experience it. I experience it. We're all big people and life goes on. Any Anybody else that uh, is on that list, Pete, that you're still waiting to talk to? Uh, there's a few people who have been difficult for me, but I I don't think there's anybody else who basically uh, who I put, if I put in a request, wouldn't at least consider talking to me. I'm really not, as you know, Dan, I'm not really the big bad wolf. And, uh, but I am going to say like, I, I, when I go to Cleveland, I would really like to talk to Deshaun Watson, even though I think his contract is an absolute abomination. I I can't believe that the Browns did that. Uh, So I'm going to try to talk to all the parties involved. Hopefully I can, but I guess uh, you'll have to look at football morning in America (laughs) next Monday to see how I did. I'm going to guess that the last 30 seconds might preclude you from talking to Deshaun Watson. Dan, I've said it 48 (laughs) times. I, 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 you know, I'm not, I'm, and it's just the way I feel. I don't have anything against those guys. Uh, I really like, I like those guys, but uh, you know, I, I, I vehemently disagree with what they did. Safe travels, Pete. Always great to talk to you. Okay. Hey, thanks a lot, Dan. That's Peter King football morning in America. We'll find out what he writes next Monday after he visits the Patriots and the Browns and the Steelers. This episode brought to you by 20th century studios, kingdom of the planet of the apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. 
Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's the Hall of Famer, TNT inside the NBA analyst Charles Barkley joining us on the program. A few things to talk about. We'll get to the live tour here in a moment. Your thoughts on the possibility that the Celtics and Nets could complete a trade that KD would go to Boston in exchange for Jalen Brown and a few players and some draft picks? Well, it depends on what they're giving up. I mean, KD, I think everybody wants KD. We can be sure of that. But it just depends on what you have to give up. I mean, if you're just giving up Jalen Brown and some draft picks, <laughs> you do that deal right away. 
But like I say, they got to want more than that. Or they don't know what the hell they're doing in Brooklyn. What if you just say to KD, we're not trading you? Like you got a That's contract. Right. They should have did that already because that team, they're in the conversation the way they structured. You know, because Kyrie's got to play well next year to get a new contract. Uh, you know, we don't know what Ben's going to do, but when Ben was healthy, he was a heck of a player. I like the offseason additions. I would tell, hey, KD, we're not trading you. We might have the best team in the Eastern Conference. And he's going to say, I don't want to play with Kyrie. Yeah. Because it's really ironic the day after Kyrie bought in, that's the day he released, I want to be traded. So that would bring that would actually bring a lot of things into the light. If he says, hey, you guys trade Kyrie, I'm back in. So I, I don't know what's going on behind the scene, but it sounds like he just had enough of Kyrie. That's my honest opinion. And how ironic would this be if KD would go to Boston and those players who played with Kyrie uh, in Boston would then be shipped to Brooklyn to have to play with Kyrie? Yeah, man, it would be like, listen, uh, whatever team KD go to going to be a contender. Can they win it? We don't know that. It depends on what you're giving up. But if I'm any team in the league, I'm like, if I got a chance to get Kevin Durant, I might go for that. And I thought Golden State would make a run at this, and maybe they do because they do have the pieces, or at least it feels like they have some young players, some depth there. And if you're Golden State, would you make a run at KD to try to win a couple more championships here? Well, I think the two things. Number one, I love their young players. Uh, you know, but what are you going to have to give up? Like, if I'm Brooklyn, <laughs> you give me Wiggins, Kumunga, Kaminga, Wiseman, Poole, because their draft picks ain't going to be any good. Yeah. But if you give me Wiseman, Kaminga, maybe even Moody or Wiggins, one of those two, I might give me four good young players because – you know, Golden State, man, they're going to need those young players to play well going forward because their core is getting old. And Wiggins was the – Over the weekend where he said he was watching uh, the Bulls against the Utah Jazz, 1997. He said we would we would crush the Jazz by 40 and we would, you know, beat the Bulls. Um, but he did say it's kind of crazy to compare, you know, eras here. I mean, I'm not surprised he would say that the, the 2017 Warriors would beat the Bulls. If he said we couldn't, then I would think that that would be interesting or headline news here. But um, we get into these discussions all the time. That, Dan, I don't get into those discussions because I think it takes, you know, when I think when guys get on the radio and TV and say who's better, LeBron or Michael, that's just lazy journalism. That's just trying to get stoked fires out there to get idiots and fools to call into your radio show. Listen. The Warriors, I love what they do. But them little bodies they got, they wouldn't last in the 70s and the 80s, correct? Yeah. You think he could take that beating that Michael got against the Bad Boys Pistons? Come on, Dan. Please stop it. I mean, the game was just so much more physical. And I'm not talking, hey, listen, these guys are great today. They're great today. I ain't going to – everybody think every time you criticize them, you, you're like the old guy, get off my lawn. I'm just saying – when I watched that last dance, first of all, I played during that generation. I tell people, when you played against those bad boy pistons, you had to call your family and say, just in case I never see you again, I want y'all to know we're good. I love y'all. Because those boys are out there trying to hurt people. So that's the thing you can't compare. Like, yeah, today, you know how many free throws Michael Jordan would shoot today compared to how many? I mean, James Harden's a great player. He shoots 12 a game. I mean, but you just can't compare errors because of the physicality. 
Yeah, but Isaiah survived the physicality, and Steph is similar in size to Isaiah. No, no, those guys don't play alike. Isaiah Thomas is one of the toughest guys that ever played in the NBA. Do not compare them to. I told y'all. That, I mean, size wise, size wise. No, no, no. But but not physicality. There's a difference. Uh, he plays uh, like Isaiah Thomas went through the wars. I mean, Isaiah. Remember when uh, he got hit in the face by Carmelo and broke his whole face? Uh, but no, Isaiah Thomas played a totally different game. Uh, and let me tell you something. As great as Steph is, Isaiah, that would have been a great matchup right there. That would have been a great matchup. I'll give you Isaiah or Steph as your point guard. Well, I thought that when Steph won the championship this year, that moved him to the table with Isaiah. You know, because I held those two with KD against him a little bit. But now he's the, this is the second time he's led a team to the championship. So I moved him to the table. When you look at levels in the Hall of Fame, this moved him to the table with Isaiah Thomas. Talking to Charles Barkley, the Hall of Famer, uh, TNT Inside, the NBA analyst. Um, how would you sum up this past week with uh, the rumors about you joining the Live Tour? It's been very stressful. Uh, not going to lie to you. It's been a lot of – it's been tough. I'm not going to lie because, man, it's, it's hard sitting back, hearing everybody because I don't know anything, to be honest with you. I met with Greg. He asked me, was I interested? I said, of course I'm here. I wouldn't have had dinner with you if I wasn't interested. And um, I'm waiting for them to make me an offer, I guess. But that's all I know so far. But it's been very stressful on me. How? What are you factoring in with your decision? Well, man, I love TNT. I love Ernie, Kenny, and Shaq and everybody who works down there. But if those dudes do something crazy at me, I had to listen. I mean, uh, it, it, listen, and I'm not going to get on here and say it's not about the money. Of course it's about the money. I think the, a bunch of the live guys, they're so terrified to say it's about the money. It's all right. To, we Everybody's taking a job for money, you know, but they're so afraid that, as first of all, people going to talk bad about you anyway, a certain percentage, but most people I talk to, my close confidant, they're like, no, man, you got to sit down with them, listen what they are offering, and before you – I know you love TNT, but, you know, they're giving guys $200 million, $150 million, $125 million. I'd be stupid not to listen to that conversation. What kind of offer do you think that it would take for you to leave? Oh, it would be astronomical. But like what? Well, Dan, I make, I'm blessed to make a lot of money. But let's and, say you, know, you like, made 25 30 like, Forty million dollars a year. Is, are, are we? Are, am I in the ballpark of what what you expect to get, or you think they'll offer? I don't know the answer to that question. I, I'm, they know how much money I make, so because you know I have to factor in this. Okay, there's a couple things. Number one, I have three years left on my TNT deal. Okay, and I'm probably going to lose all my commercials. Uh, so those are those are two big things. Uh, if I if I had to lose my TNT gig, that's, that would hurt me a lot. But I'm also going to lose my commercials. And listen, let's be realistic. I'm not sure how the public is going to get about as far as the commercial thing. I might not get commercials anymore. Cause I, uh, so it, it's a lot that goes into it. But, man, I love my job, but I had to take the meeting. What did TNT say about you staying there and doing both? 
we have not had any conversations, not one. Uh, to be honest with you, Dan, they've been very, they've been very quiet. But I see this is the thing: Liv has not offered me anything, so everything is really just speculation right now. Uh, like I say, we just had dinner. He asked me, "Was I interested?" I said, "Yes," and he says, "I'll get back to you." And I'm planning their program Thursday uh, up in New Jersey. Uh, but like I say, I'm not unless they come at me with something crazy. I'm not leaving TNT. I love my job at TNT. What's the criticism that hurts the most? Oh, that's no criticism. I, I don't do with this selective the prosecution about things. People, the public. You know, everybody picks and chooses. I just think it's funny they're more worried about civil rights in Saudi Arabia, a place 99.9% of the people in the United States have never been. And all of, all, all of a sudden they're worried about civil rights in Saudi Arabia. That's, that kind of gives me a chuckle. I say, you don't worry about civil rights of people here in the United States. But all of a sudden when guys start taking money, they're like, well, I'm worried about civil rights in Saudi Arabia. And that just makes me laugh. I says. That's what, hey, why don't y'all get worried about civil rights here in the United States? Let's worry about that before we worry about what's going on in Saudi Arabia. I, I understand what you're saying about Saudi Arabia and China. And I know you're a Nike spokesperson um, and, you know, with Nike in, in China. I think the Saudis with 9-11 hits home with people for a lot of people. I think that's different. You know, people haven't been to China, won't go to China uh, haven't been to Saudi Arabia, won't go to Saudi Arabia. 9-11, where 15 of the 18 involved in 9-11 were Saudis. Yeah. That's, and I, th and, that's and the I, criticism. And, well, from the 9-11 from the families. Yes. And, and they have the right to, to say that, and I understand that. But I don't think the rest of America is thinking like that. But I, I, listen, that's a fair criticism for the 9-11 families. That was, the, our, that was the worst day in the United States history. And I understand that. But I don't think it's fair for them to pin all that on these golfers. That's not fair. I mean, our government still does business over there. And then you talk about these people who ain't never been to China. They buying up all this Chinese stuff. So don't act like, you know, they're going to take the moral high ground. I mean, we can't even get a car in this country because all the chips are made in China. So I don't want to have selected. Like, I understand the 9-11 families. They have the right to have their opinion. But I don't think it's fair to blame these golfers who are just trying to play golf. You know, they're not they're not making a political statement. Um, so, hey, I understand it. But these guys, hey, they're independent contractors. Uh, and they, they have to make money any way they want to. And it's up to them. I keep hearing, but I haven't really heard a true answer, and that is um, we're growing the game. Live Tour is growing the game. Uh, well, we you know, reached I, out I to think... Greg Norman, and he might join us coming up next week. I just want to know, because you're fracturing the PGA Tour, how is the Live Tour, and I'm not talking about you, I'm saying the Live Tour is fracturing the PGA Tour. How does that grow the game of golf? Well, I think they have some interesting concepts. Uh, they talked about you know, the, the main proponent of the live tour is the team aspect. So I think, and I know that the PGA Tour is actually trying to start a team competition. They live just got a head start on them. And also at their tournaments, they're really trying to bring in a younger demographic. You know, we talked about at the dinner that the average age of a PGA fan is like 60, 61. 
Uh, you know, I have a, this will be my first time going to a tournament. You know, they play loud music. They have people having fun. They're trying to reach to a younger demographic. So I think that would grow the game if they get to a younger demographic because, you know, golf is, we can't survive on old fans. So like I say, I don't judge these guys for taking the money. Like I say, criticisms come with it. I mean, that's, that's uh, criticisms come with everything. Uh, but for me personally, I'm, I'm glad I took the meeting. I'm looking forward to playing golf with a couple of my friends Thursday. And I'm just going to play golf. It has nothing to do with politics or anything like that. And if anybody get mad, they'll get over it. But you also look at there has to be an asking price, right? You said, hey, this is about the money, right? Is that what this is going to be based on? If Greg Norman comes back and says, here's our offer. Well, listen, okay, let me get an example. I just hear, I, I know most of the numbers just were reported. I know, you know, somebody say Phil Mixon got $200 million. I'm like, you take that money. Somebody said Dustin Justin got $150 million and Bryson and Brooks. I'm like, $150 million to play golf 15 times a year? I have no problem with those guys taking that money. And if, if they offer me something crazy, I'm going to take it too. What's crazy? Well, consider how much money I make now, it would take a really huge number for me to give up my life right now. I mean, I'm not going to give up my life for... I don't like talking about how much money I make. <laughs> okay, so let's sure. make you... Let's say you make $20 million total. Endorsements okay. and TNT. That's fair. That's fair. I, I might be a little high on that. Um, let's say. Well, just for the record, you're not. Okay, okay. Let's get that out of the way. Okay. okay. All right. So I'm in the ballpark. Right? Yeah. You, 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 number one, you got, you sitting on the front row. Brother. Okay. All right. All right. So let's say they come back and they go, we're going to triple it. You, you, and let me say, well, next time, if they triple it, and next time I'm on your show. Yeah. The first question better be, Charles, what are we celebrating that tonight? <laughs> that should be your first question. That should be your first question if, if they triple what I'm making now. Your first question should be, hey, Charles, where's the party tonight? And then you can ask me a second question after that. Okay, but you're more valuable than some of these golfers who are getting – I think you're the most underpaid analyst in sports. You're already generating publicity for the Live Tour, and you're not even on the Live Tour. And if so you're more valuable than Bryson DeChambeau or Patrick Reed, Dustin Johnson, I mean, that's where if it's not 60 million, then then what are you doing? I mean, you're worth that. I said, uh, Dan, I'm just okay. sitting back waiting. I'm just sitting back waiting. They haven't offered me anything. I can't believe they haven't made you an offer. If Greg Norman <laughs> sat down to dinner with you in Atlanta at that Italian restaurant, Dad, Dad, if he made me an offer, I would have made a decision by now. Well, he might have made an offer, and you go, nope, you're going to have to do better than uh, than 50. Well, I'm saying, I don't, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in a rush. I got a job. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. But listen, Dan. Okay, what's your role on this tour? You don't, you don't, don't have a TV deal. I, well, they're going to get a TV deal. I'm pretty sure of that. With who? I'm pretty sure. 
I don't know the answer to that question, but I'm pretty sure they're going to get a Greg TV Norman deal. had to tell you that. You had to say, no, Greg, where, where are we going to be able to have people see us? Well, I'll tell you what's really funny. This is how full of crap everybody is. Number one, <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind TV networks are calling him. They're just afraid to pull the trigger. Okay. I'm going to tell you how I know the answer to that question. When the story broke that I was going to meet with Greg, I had 15 or more prominent announcers call me saying, Chuck, I've been talking to Liv. We are scared to pull the trigger. The only one who's actually pulled the trigger is David Faraday. Yeah. So I know they've been talking to 10 to 15 to 20 big time. I'm not talking about no local dudes. I'm not talking about no regional dudes. I'm talking about some of the most famous announcers in the world call me privately says, Chuck, what do you think? I said, yo, man, when they make me an offer, an offer, I will be the first to let America know. But they haven't offered me anything. They said, man, we are terrified to go first. And the only guy who had the stone to go is David Faraday. Uh, but they're talking to – so I know, like I say, he did not tell me a, a TV deal was imminent, but he says we're talking to networks, and I think they will get a deal – I think they will get a deal by the end of this year. I truly believe that. What's the time frame? Did Greg Norman say when I'll get back to you? Well, I'm going to get him a deadline. What's that going to be? The deadline's going to be Thursday. Okay. I'm planning a pro-am Thursday. When you get ready to tee up, will you know what your future is with the Live Tour? No, I don't think he's going to walk up to me. To, uh, I don't even know if I'm playing morning or afternoon. Uh, but at some point, we're going to talk. Okay. I'm not going to keep TNT in limbo, yeah. to be honest with you. I don't think it's fair to them. And you said something interesting. They've gotten plenty of play out of me coming to play up there Thursday. Yeah. So I'm not just going to be no show pony. But hey, y'all, y'all, I got y'all pub for a week. Don't be wasting my time. I'm not going to waste y'all time. But when I leave New Jersey Thursday night, when I leave the golf course, if I don't have an offer in hand, it's over. Good luck. Good luck. What do y'all need luck for? I've seen your golf game. You were terrible in Tahoe. Dan, you did not pay attention. I was great in Tahoe. Oh, my God. You were, you you're entertaining. You're not, you're, your golf game is not any good. If I played great. And actually, how about this? I had three people said, Dan, can you please get Dan Patrick back out, back out here? <laughs> three people. Three people said okay. that to me. Well, now you're going to be making serious money at the Live Tour, and now we can play for some real money. As Tiger once said to me, we'll play for whatever makes you nervous. Dan, first of all, Chuck ain't going to get nervous, okay? Chuck, Chuck is not going to get nervous. I can promise you that. Don't go third person on me. I like doing that sometimes. No, no, it's not good. It's not a good look. Okay, okay, okay. I, I apologize, America. You should never prefer to yourself in the third person. I was 100% wrong then. Great to talk to you. But, uh, All right, brother. No, good luck. Be I, safe. I, I know you're struggling with this, and uh, you know there'll be fallout. But uh, Yes, yes, there will be you fallout. Know. Yeah. But, hey, hey, I'm a big boy. I can handle it. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, brother. All right, that's Charles Barkley. 
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 